I'm Sherry Jonas, and this is Life Effects, a podcast that focuses on life, taking control, speaking your truth, finding your way, and getting shit done. Because let's face it, life affects us all. In this podcast, I'm going to talk to you about how to avoid getting depressed and feeling anxious during this pandemic, or in other words, how to make COVID-19 your bitch. I'm not alone when I say that this is the most challenging time that I've ever experienced in my life. Every day feels so uncomfortable. Sometimes it feels daunting, other times foreboding, but most days it's just downright fucking depressing. Except when I first wake up. For me, sleep seems to erase it all. And for the first few moments of every day, I feel kind of normal. There's a peacefulness to those morning minutes that I love to hold on to throughout the day. But it doesn't last, of course, because like most of us, I reach for my phone or iPad and check in with the world, and it all comes rushing back. So that's how we really start our day. We turn outward, focusing our attention on everything and everyone else. And let's face it, it's bleak. And the future just looks bleaker. What's with all those numbers? And stop telling us that this is going to last 18 months. We don't need to hear that. We need hope. We need to know that whatever we're doing is working. So we check in, hoping for the best. But so far, the bad news just sets the tone for the rest of the day. How healthy is that for us? We start with this calm serenity, and instead of relishing in it, we turn our attention towards the chaos. Whether it's the news or family or work, we shift our minds into high gear, snapping it out of our sleepy somber and catapulting it into our current reality, which is this crazy pandemic. When you wake up and realize that there's no place to go, or that the place you have to go to is scary as hell, it's gonna get you down. But you can't let it. You need to dig deep, find the silver lining, and get through this in a way that makes you stronger and more resilient. You'd think that we'd find solace knowing that we're going through this together, at least those of us who are practicing social distancing. But somehow that fact that we are not alone doesn't make it any better because this is so foreign to us all living each day under this new regime. Nothing feels right anymore. No one feels safe. Everything seems so uncertain, so out of our control. And for me personally, that's actually the hardest part, that I'm not in charge of my own life anymore. And I really want to take some of that control back. I really do. I don't like this feeling of constant worry and wonder. One minute, I'm worried about getting sick or having my loved ones get sick and how I'm going to take care of them. And the next minute, I'm wondering about the shortage of essential needs and the effects on the economy. Up until now, I've never been a big worrier. Anxiety and stress have always been manageable emotions for me. I experience them but they don't control me because I've been working through stuff my whole life. My parents divorced when I was three at a time when divorce wasn't very popular. 
And so from the very beginnings, I learned adversity. And from that, I learned fortitude and resiliency, which I've used wisely over the last 50-something years of my life. I walked away from my first marriage. I became a single mom with very little income, uprooted, moved to another city, buried both of my parents, and had to find a new job at the age of 50. So needless to say, I'm not afraid when the shit hits the fan and things become challenging. But this COVID-19, well, this was a first for me. I remember the SARS pandemic, but I was barely affected by it. Not this time. This shit's real. Just last week, after I was laid off, I woke up the next day with this heavy feeling in my chest. So I went for a long walk outside just to see if the fresh air would help me to breathe deeply because I needed to get rid of that feeling, which for the first time in my life felt like anxiety. So now I get it. It took a global pandemic to break me, or rather to sensitize me to feeling anxious. And I didn't like the feeling at all. I just couldn't deal with not being able to get a handle on myself. I'm walking around my apartment, a place that I'm usually so happy in, but with this weird sensation that I've never experienced before. I'm actually uncomfortable in my own skin. I feel like everything around me has come to a screeching halt, and I'm navigating through my day with this great trepidation. What do I do today? How can my family and I protect ourselves when we have to go out? When will life go back to normal? And that's what's making me feel so uneasy, so anxious, I guess. I'm truly out of my comfort zone because everything has changed so quickly and nobody planned for this. It sounds like I'm whining and I shouldn't be because I really don't have it bad at all. In fact, there are so many worse situations than mine. And that's a really important reminder for me throughout my day. I think about the thousands of people worldwide who are dying alone or sick and afraid of dying, and all the people who are unemployed, worried about feeding their families and paying their bills. I think about everyone else who is worse off than me, and honestly, it's the single most important thought of my day, that there are so many others who are suffering much more than I am. So I make the mental effort to turn my focus inward and find gratitude. This is not lip service. For me, this is very real. Somewhere in my day, when my mind becomes paralyzed with uncertainty, I always think that there are others who are way worse off. And I feel a bit more grateful. And with gratitude comes hope. The beacon of light that I need to hear resides within me. So in those quiet moments before your feet hit the ground and your hand reaches over to some device, Take a moment and think about how lucky you are just to be healthy. We've all heard that to experience some semblance of calm amidst very difficult times, that we should reflect upon what is good in our lives. Be grateful, be thankful, be appreciative. And so I run through the list in my mind. My loved ones are healthy. I'm healthy. We have food. We are isolating in the comforts of our homes. We have some money in the bank. We are healthy. I know, I said that already, but it's all that really matters. That's the single most important thought of my day. And I strongly suggest to anyone who is feeling bluesy to give it a try. 
But that one beautiful thought is not enough for me to get through the entire day. My mind needs more. And after my long walk on the first day that I was laid off, I realized then that I needed to make a choice. I can begin each day by focusing on what I can't do, where I can't go, or who I can't see, and listen to the ominous government news reports all day. Or I can do something that I've always wanted to do, something worthwhile and productive. I can if I want to, and so can you. This is what it comes down to. You can either survive this COVID-19 pandemic, or you can thrive during it. As with everything else, it's your choice. So how do you begin if you want to make the most of this shit show? Start with a list. And for all the list makers out there, just making a list is a really good start. Because once you make a list of everything you've always wanted to do if you had 50 long weekends in a row stuck indoors, you might actually get a few things done. Because guess what? Now you have the time. Here's a simple way to begin your list if you're really feeling so anxious that you can't even get that started. This is a cognitive behavioral crisis survival skill, and it's called self-soothing. And the goal is to help you get grounded during a crisis by having you focus on any one of your five senses. For example, sight. This is real simple. Read a book, either a paperback or online. In fact, there's a ton of free eBooks on Amazon Prime. You just need to download the Kindle app to get access. Again, they're free and you don't even need an e-reader to read them. Also for sight, if you're healthy and allowed, go for a walk outside and take in your surroundings. It's amazing what you will see and appreciate for the very first time. The other day, my daughter noticed all the birds around us. Not actually flying, just staring at us. They're probably all wondering why so many humans are outside during peak daytime hours in the middle of a work week. But then again, spring is in the air. And of course, there's always binge watching on Netflix, Crave, Prime, or for shorter spurts, watch any one of the incredible speakers on TED Talks. Last, there are crosswords, board games, and puzzles. In fact, a recent study suggests that people who engage their brains through activities such as reading chess or puzzles may be two and a half times less prone to developing Alzheimer's disease than those who don't. But that's just an added incentive. And then there's sound, which is always a great distractor. You can build up your podcast library or download an audiobook. The other day, I was listening to one of my favorite authors, Brenny Brown's podcast called Unlocking Us. And she was interviewing Glennon Doyle. And right in the middle of it, I ordered Glennon's audiobook entitled Untamed. I love listening because I can walk around my home hands-free, just getting shit done. And I can continue listening when I'm driving in my car. There's also listening to your loved ones. Try calling them instead of texting. But don't become one of those people who just complains. Everyone knows the bad news. Instead, just check in on each other and laugh whenever possible. My last listening suggestion is a great mood lifter. It's music. So either use your Spotify or some other software device, create a pandemic playlist if you want, get into your favorite tunes, and while you're at it, dance. More on that later. Next is smell, which is as easy as using an essential oil diffuser and filling the air with a calming aroma. 
Recently, I got into eating plant-based whole foods, and now I love trying out all the new recipes. Baking and cooking are great ways to indulge your sense of smell, and then you get to taste the fruits of your labor, which is another sense, that of taste. And then there's touch. If you're an animal lover, then you already know how healing it is to pet them. But you can also pet your children, your significant other, or yourself. And by yourself, I mean take a hot bath and then apply silky lotion all over your body. That's all I meant, I swear. But touch is so important. And since you can't hug your best friend right now, hug the ones you're isolated with. And that's just the self-soothing techniques to take your mind off your current reality. But there's so much more to do during this time. What makes one person calm and grounded can be very different for someone else. But for sure, this is an excellent time to meditate. If you don't know how, or you do know how, but you don't do it often enough, I'll be sharing my favorite meditation exercise on my next podcast. And by sharing, I mean I'll actually do the entire meditation with you. I was taught how to do this by a professional, and it has worked wonders for me and everyone else I've used it on. It's quick, easy, and really does the trick. So check it out when you're ready to meditate. It's worth a try. There really are a lot of activities you can do if you want to avoid feeling anxious or getting mildly depressed during this time. Of course, if you don't feel like doing anything, that's okay too. But only do nothing if doing nothing feels okay. The bottom line is this is your time to connect or reconnect with yourself. Be kind when you're feeling shitty and make suggestions to yourself that are both appealing and comforting. The focus should be on your mind and your body. Before I end this podcast, I just want to ramble off a few more suggestions that are great for anyone, no matter what age or gender you identify with, because this is truly, deeply affecting us all. So try something as simple as decluttering. This could be anything from the clothes in your closet, the files on your desktop, all of your photos that are in your phone or on your laptop. Even the emails in your inbox can use some decluttering. And how about digitizing things? like business cards, if you have a pile of those nearby. There's apps online to make that fun and easy. When you're back at work, you'll be happy that you did any one of those things. And if you want something a bit more heady, try picking up a new hobby or learn a new skill. There's an enormous amount of information online. Just go to EDX or Coursera to see the endless array of free courses that they offer. We all know the benefits of exercise, but doing it at home is a bit more challenging. However, movement of any type is great for both your mind and your body. My personal favorite is yoga. I've been doing it for years, and it's actually easier than you think. What I love most about it is that it's the only hour of my day or week when I get to breathe properly. Deep inhales through my nose and cleansing exhales out of the back of my throat. Yoga completely distracts me from everything else that is going on. And thankfully, there's no shortage of yoga instructors on YouTube. As well, if you have Amazon Prime, there are free classes there too. But if yoga is not your thing, then look for any type of stretching, strengthening, or movement exercises that you can do for as little as 15 minutes. The other day, I put in my earbuds and did a little dancing cardio just to get my heart rate up. This was in front of my mirror, by the way, and I looked absolutely ridiculous. But that vision of myself dancing made me laugh out loud. 
Humor is a great cure when you're feeling out of sorts, even if the humor is self-directed. I love laughing. I find laughter to be truly therapeutic. Watching comedians perform is an instant mood changer for me. I have one of those shockingly loud laughs, and I can feel my whole body just leaning into their humor, like it's contagious and I want more of it. Unlike our current contagion, which is the cause of our grief, but it's also the reason why I decided to do this podcast. I took control of my life again. I found something to do with my free time that I've thought about for so long. I'm not just sharing these simple suggestions to you. I'm actually doing them because that's what I do when the chips are down. I wallow for a bit and then I rise to the occasion. I am making COVID-19 my bitch. And if you can, then you should try because we are going to get through this. We have to. It won't last forever. Although if we don't take the social distancing seriously, it just might feel like forever. But let me finish on a good note, a beautiful quote that's on my vision board. It reads, the most important relationship you can have is the one with yourself. The most important journey you can ever take is one of self-discovery. To know yourself, you must spend time with yourself. You must not be afraid to be alone. Knowing yourself is the beginning of all your wisdom. So take this uncertain and uncomfortable time in your life and do something positive that makes you feel more calm and relaxed in your own skin. Because seriously, sitting around, watching the news, staring outside longingly and worrying endlessly is just the most unproductive, unfulfilling and unhealthy way to get through this. So start that list, get shit done, or just be kind to yourself. You'll feel so much better when you do. Thanks for listening. Stay healthy, be grateful, and remember, this too shall pass. I'm Shari Jonas, and this is Life Effects. Hey,